And greetings, everyone. This is Terry Naturally with Terry Talks Nutrition. Another edition to share information with you about your health. And no matter where you are in regards to your health, if you're fighting a disease or more, and maybe you're on four or five prescriptions, and you don't feel really like very healthy, you know it, you know how you feel, and nobody's doing anything for you. Well, they can't do anything for you, but just patch you up and maybe keep you in a condition where you're not healthy, you're not happy, you're irritable, you're cranky, you feel crappy, but you're still living. That's not the way to live. And no matter how off, how bad off you are and how old you are, makes no difference. Because our health, your health, my health, all depend on our responsibility to make the choices to change our health. If you're not happy where you are, You've got to change something. And primarily the thing to change, first off, is your diet. Get rid of the junk. Get rid of the sugar. Get rid of all those refined carbohydrates. And lower your carbohydrates. You don't need a high level of carbohydrates to be healthy. There's plenty of essential proteins that are necessary for our health and essential fatty acids from good fats like olive oil, butter, cream, lard, eggs, meat. But there are no essential carbohydrates. We don't need carbohydrates. We have lived for millions of years without any level of carbohydrates except the little bit that came from fruit and vegetables. Grains were not growing until the last 10,000 years. Now that sounds like a long time, but when you compare that to the millions of years that man has been on this earth. So 10,000 years is a very small period of time in comparison to how long we have survived. And we have survived well. We have more disease, more complications, more ill health at a younger age. Children, cancer, diabetes, it's unbelievable. So we need to make better choices. So we're here at the same time, same station every weekend to bring you news about your health. And today we're going to talk about how to improve and make a healthier liver even with you if you have cancer. Cancer of the liver. And then we'll talk about decongestants, those allergy products, or those products that decongest your bronchioles, lung, upper respiratory tract, allergies, and then let's reduce the risk of asthma and allergies, especially in kids. And there's a role of nutrients that can really pay dividends in reducing asthma and allergies. And then we'll take a closer look at a compound molecule called alpha-lipoic acid. And are you having trouble dealing with anxiety? Do you get up every morning anxious? Go to bed anxious? It's an anxious world. It's a world of anxiety. People suffer from all kinds of anxiety. About relationships. About marriages. About financials. There are so many things to worry about. 
that they make us very anxious. And if you want a good cholesterol level, just raise your HDL. There's a lot of fractions involved with cholesterol. It isn't just looking at the whole level of cholesterol. If you walk into a doctor's office and they check your cholesterol and it's 300, oh, we got to lower that. No, you don't have to lower that. You better look at all the different fractions of cholesterol and see which ones are good and which ones are bad. You can have very high good fractions of cholesterol, very healthy levels of cholesterol. No matter how high the number is, doesn't prove anything. And then what about a constipation crisis? And we'll talk about how the keto diet can influence POS, polycystic ovarian syndrome. Many women suffer from this condition, and there are very little to do to help them. Changing the diet is one of the biggest factors, and it's the biggest factor in all of your health. You can't continue to eat the American diet, the American food, junk food, fast food, sugar, carbohydrates, it's not going to make you healthy. And food really is your best medicine. The foundation of our health comes from the food we eat, the choices we make as to the food we consume. It all starts with food. So let's start with how we can change our liver health and take care of our liver. You know, the liver performs hundreds of functions. The last I read was over 300 different functions, which includes removing toxins from the blood, producing bile to help digestion, to work with the gallbladder. The liver produces bile, and it sends it to the gallbladder. And it's only there as a reservoir. It stores the bile. And when we eat, or we are thinking about eating, just the thought of eating can start producing the digestive enzymes and the bile to help digest our food. So the liver has a lot of different functions. And some issues that we know cause liver disease include infection, viral infection, hepatitis, the overuse of alcohol, not drinking a glass of wine or having a beer, but excessively drinking alcohol to the point where you are abusing alcohol is one of the major causes of liver disease. Diabetes is involved with the liver. Obesity, toxic exposure, and medication. Drugs cause liver damage. Why? Drugs are very toxic to the body. They cause side effects. And the medication has to go through the liver to be detoxified. And we talk about medication, acetaminophen. Another name for acetaminophen is Tylenol. And is the leading cause Get this, folks, not street drugs, but acetaminophen, otherwise known as Tylenol, is the leading cause of acute liver failure. You're killing yourself when you use Tylenol. One large dose, one large dose, one of acetaminophen is enough to cause liver damage. 
What does that tell you? And some people I know use three, four, five Tylenol a day. No kidding. I know people. And you may know somebody as well, maybe very intimately you know this person. And it seems to be so okay because Tylenol is sold over the counter. You don't need a prescription. But it's a very damaging, harsh drug on the body and especially the liver. But because many people buy them over the counter, they have the impression that they must be very safe, non-toxic, because I don't need a doctor's prescription. Many harsh drugs that may have really serious side effects are prescribed and monitored by a physician. If they're going to give you a really opioid, a painkiller, they're not going to give you more than 10 pills at a time because they know they are toxic. They know they're addictive. They know they damage the liver. But acetaminophen, you can buy gallons of it. And it comes in liquid form. It comes in children's form. Children are given Tylenol by their parents. It's toxic to the liver. Oh, I'm sure the dosage is smaller because of the child. But also think of this. The child's liver is also smaller. Doesn't take as much to damage the liver. So now we have a new study that's going to help improve liver function, liver health. And it's a new study now on liver cancer. Liver cancer can be treated surgically, but not in all cases and not in all patients. The cancer drugs, when used for surgical treatment, is not possible and are not highly effective. And the cancer cells tend to quickly become resistant to the drugs. So when drugs are prescribed for liver cancer, they're not very effective. Even though that's all the doctors have to offer in cases of liver cancer. And the cancer cells, they're dirty little buggers because they want to survive. They want to live. They want to spread. Just like bacteria. When bacteria starts to spread and get stronger, many of the antibiotics are no more effective, no longer effective, because the antibiotics don't work anymore because the bacteria builds a resistance against the drugs. The same is true in cancer. The cancer cells want to live, to spread, to survive. So there's a real art to try to kill cancer cells. So... When they prescribe these drugs, the cancer cells quickly become resistant to the drugs. But a new study, recently published by Dr. Ajay Goyal, his last name is spelled G-O-E-L, Ajay, A-J-A-Y, Dr. Ajay Goyal, looked at the effects of curcumin in combination with a drug, with a standard standard anti-cancer drug, and try to figure out how they can prevent a standard cancer drug against drug-resistant liver cancer cells. Now, this is very eye-opening mind-opening results. 
Just think about this. Cancer drugs are harsh, damaging, toxic, and kill liver cells and brain cells just because of the drug. And now we're trying to cure liver cancer with a drug that damages the liver, kills liver cells. We have not made very much progress in treating and curing cancer. And think about this, curcumin alone by itself when given in a cancer study reduced cancer cells by up to 50%. While the drug that was prescribed by an oncologist alone only reduced cancer cells by 20%. Curcumin alone reduced cancer cells and stops the spreading of cancer by up to 50%. That's five zero, 50%. When they did studies with just the drug in the same kind of study where the results for curcumin were 50%, the drug only got 20% reduction of cancer cells. But even better yet, and this is where I have hard feelings, and I understand oncologists and doctors don't know a hill of beans about natural alternative medicines natural herbal compounds. And I, I, I accept that. I understand that. And also they have a right because not all herbs are high quality or that they work. You can have a thousand different curcumin products on the shelf and, they can, and literally they can all be different different production, different extraction, different solvents, uh, different heavy metal levels. Some is junk. Some should not even be on the shelf. Some products don't even have any curcumin in the product. So you have to look for a standout, over-the-top, quality-high curcumin to do the job. Because not all herbal products are the same. Now, when they found this, or Dr. Goyle, I didn't find it. When Dr. Goyle found the highest level of curcumin in his studies, he combined curcumin and the drug that was typically only able to reduce cancer cells by 20%. Now, when they put the cancer cells in a study... And they combined curcumin and the drug. The two were given to the, to the animal study. Cancer cells were reduced now by 80%. Even cancer cells that had been completely resistant to drug treatment alone were killed by the combination. So when doctors tell you not to use curcumin, I agree to a point because not every curcumin can do this. It takes a very special, high-quality curcumin to be able to reduce cancer cells. So it becomes anti-cancer. And when you put that together with the drug, now you have an 80% reduction in cancer cell formation and metastasis, spreading of cancer. Now, there are three more nutrients that really protect the liver. Andrographis. Actually, it reduces fatty deposits in the liver, which is typically called fatty liver disease, non-alcoholic fatty liver disease, 
by 33%. It increases protective antioxidant levels in the liver. Reduces insulin levels by 42%. So it's highly effective for pre-diabetics and type 2 diabetics. And agraphis. And then OPCs from French grapeseed extract. In patients with fatty liver disease, grapeseed extract reduced liver enzyme levels by 46%, and the liver enlargement by 10%. The third nutrient effect would be nice for a combination. If you could find a combination of these three, endographus, OPC, and the third that I was just going to mention, milk thistle. One of the best known botanicals for the liver. In human clinical trials of patients with liver disease, treatment with milk thistle reduced elevated liver enzymes by up to 30%. And in some cases, returning liver enzymes to normal values. For a healthy liver, take about 750 milligrams of curcumin which yields about 500 milligrams of the key active compounds called curcuminoids that are attached or bound to turmeric essential oils. The turmeric essential oils increases the powdered curcumin up to seven times greater, 700%. Plus, I would add 200 milligrams of andographis 100 milligrams of OPC from French grapeseed extract, and 100 milligrams of milk thistle twice daily. If you want more of information on fatty liver disease, you know, we spend an hour, and that time goes by so fast. I talk fast, and I don't always pronounce my words. I'm trying to get as much in as I possibly can. But when you read a book, you can reread it over and over and over again. And you can highlight it, underline it, make notes. You can study the book, reread it. But also, too, as we speak about fatty liver disease and liver cancer on the radio, You can go to my website, terrytalksnutrition.com, and you can re-listen to the radio show over and over and over again. Oh, boy, if (laughs) if you so desire. But you can read my book. I wrote about, I don't know, 12, 13, 14 books in the last couple of years. The book is called Reduce Fatty Liver Disease with Herbal Medicines. It's available through Amazon. You can follow the link under health books on terrytalksnutrition.com. Both places. You can buy the book. It's very inexpensive. Gives you a wealth of information and provides you with ways to prevent liver disease, prevent liver non-alcoholic fatty liver disease and liver cancer. Now, something in the news, just this week, I wanted to make sure that you had this information. We're talking about decongestant drugs that don't work. It's just that it's been proven scientifically, they do not work. And this is by the FDA. The FDA re-evaluates a common decongestant. An advisory committee has recommended that the FDA reverse approval of a common over-the-counter ingredient used in cough and cold medications. Now, this ingredient is in hundreds of products, including DyQuil, NyQuil, Mucinex, 
Sulfidiv, Theraflu, Robitussin, and many others. Three large studies recently found that people taking these medications to relieve congestion associated with upper respiratory tract infections, cold and flu, had no better results than taking a placebo. And yet they have side effects. So they do nothing and leave you with a side effect. So what really works? A combination of andrographis and umca. Pelagonium is a South African herb that was used by the natives of South Africa to treat upper respiratory tract infections, bronchitis, sore throat, quiet a cough, and shorten the duration of cold and flu symptoms, reduce all symptoms of respiratory tract infections, for sinuses, sinusitis, effective for acute bronchitis, relieve sore throat. So the best combination of pelagonium, otherwise known as umca, take 30 milligrams of umca and its high levels of polyphenols with 400 milligrams of andrographis standardized to the andrographolides. This is a great combination. Probably look for it in your health food store. A combination of 400 milligrams andrographis and 30 milligrams of umca, pelagonium. Take this dosage, I would say, two or three times daily. You can't overtake. There are no side effects, no complications, and you're very, very safe. And with that, my friends, I've got to pause for a few moments to let the station identify itself and to run some commercials. I'll be right back. Don't go away. I hope you come right back, too. So with that, my friends, see you in just a moment. This is Terry Naturally, Terry Talks Nutrition. And welcome back, my friends. This is Terry Naturally with Terry Talks Nutrition. We're here every weekend, same time, same station. Tell your friends, families, relatives, or whoever you think might benefit from improving the quality of their health by being come, by becoming more educated and more knowledgeable as how to do it. We can do it. As I've said earlier in the program, I don't care what condition you're struggling with or how old you are. You can always become more healthy over time by making the right choices. And since I do talk fast, and you can only listen to an hour program. You can go to my website, Terry Talks Nutrition. There you can find my radio show. We archive the past radio shows for you to listen to at your leisure, at your convenience. You can listen to them over and over again. If you have people that are out of, outside of the listening area of the radio programming, if they want to listen live, they may do so. Go to the radio show section on my website and click on live on the radio show. All you need to do is adjust your time, your hours, wherever you are, to be on the same time we are here in the Central Standard Time in the USA. We have people all over the world who are tuning in to Terry Talks Nutrition. I know. I don't believe it either. They do. It's mind-boggling that somebody would listen to Terry naturally. Uh, anywhere, <laughs> anywhere around the world. But they do. We have a big radio audience in Australia, in the UK, many countries that are joining us on the radio show live and also going in and listening at their convenience, which you can do too. But while you're on the website, you can also register for our newsletter. I'll send you out my new newsletter every Friday. 
You can also buy the latest books that I have written for better education. That's all we're here for is to educate you to the, to the sense that you can make changes. It's up to you. Since food is our best foundation of health, eating the right food is imminent of change. Exercise. Just 10 minutes a day can make a difference. But make it longer. Up to 30 minutes per day would be awesome. And some weight-bearing exercise as well. Makes you stronger. Makes your bones stronger. Makes your muscles stronger. Your muscles will last longer. Because we lose up to 8% of our muscle mass every decade of our lives. We get weaker and weaker and weaker. That's why we have so many nursing homes to care for people. But there are people that have taken care of themselves previously and not going to a nursing home. And they're taking care of themselves even in their 90s, cooking their food, maintaining the quality of their home, everything. So we want to age youthfully and gracefully. Like I always say, I want to die young, but at a very old age. So let's talk about a little bit more of what we have on the agenda today. We talked about andagraphus and pelagonium, also known as umka. It's an African name. It's not an herb. The herb actually is pelagonium. But in the South African language, the Zulu language, they nicknamed it by their translation. So look for pelagonium and umka. The whole word is spelled U-M-C-K. A-L-O-A-B-O. It has tremendously good documented, clinically studied benefits, which include shortening the duration of cold and flu symptoms, reducing the symptoms of respiratory tract infections, effective for cold and acute bronchitis, and sinusitis, relieves sore throat, and quiet cough. And also the natives in South Africa were treating patients with tuberculosis with this combination. So the dosage, 30 milligrams of umka and 400 milligrams of andrographis standardized to the andrographolides two or three times a day. Very safe, no side effects. You can take as much as you like, but don't waste it. They're expensive, so don't waste your money. But I think two to three dosages are really effective. If you had a really bad cold and flu, or you had bronchitis or sinusitis, I might say take four or five dosages a day for a week to really get it under control. So this is really important that you have the right dosage, the right ingredients. It makes a huge difference as to how you respond to a better degree of health. That's what all here, what we're here for, is how to improve the quality of our health and make sure that we have the best health possible. Now, it's too bad that we have to talk about kids. And we're talking about how to reduce the risk of asthma and allergies in kids. And we're going to be mentioning something about probiotics. 
Now, a healthy gut, healthy intestines, will lead to a healthy immune system. 70 to 80% of the immune system resides in the gut. G-U-T-S, guts. Healthy guts, healthy gut. Researchers in Australia have been tracking over a 1,000 babies from birth in 2010 until today. And they found that the babies with the most mature intestinal microflora, otherwise beneficial probiotics, at age one were significantly less likely to develop food allergies and asthma than babies who had less diverse intestinal bacteria. It's a shame that we don't breastfeed. It's one of the most important ways to set the baby's health and immune system for life. For life. They find in non-breastfed children having health conditions in their 30s and 40s that could have been avoided by breastfeeding. It makes a huge difference. Nature knew what she was doing. Previous studies on the gut-lung connection have reported that because intestinal bacteria influences immune function, insufficient early life exposure to beneficial bacteria increases the risk of immune dysfunction, which is the root cause of allergies and asthma. Babies develop in the womb, which is sterile. Their first bacteria are required from their mothers during birth. Over 60% of an infant's gut bacteria comes from their mother. Supplementing with quality probiotics during pregnancy might be helpful in reducing risk of allergy and asthma as the baby grows. So we can help set the health of the baby even before the birth. Now here's one you may not have heard about very often. It's called alpha-lipoic acid. Alpha, A-L-P-H-A. Lipoic, L-I-P-O-I-C. Acid, A-C-I-D. Alpha-lipoic acid. Alpha-lipoic acid is made in the body and actually resides in every cell in the body. It is a very powerful whole-body antioxidant, unlike other antioxidants, which are either active in fatty tissue or water. Alpha-lipoic acid is active in both. It's both a fat-soluble, any water-soluble molecule. So as a natural medicine, if we use it as a supplement, it has huge opportunities and benefits for the user. Lowers blood sugar levels in people with diabetes. In fact, Alpha-lipoic acid is recommended for diabetics in Europe and Germany. Reduces the risk of heart disease. Is a well-known treatment for diabetic neuropathy. The times when you have burning and numbing of feet and hands, tingling of toes and fingers, or your hands go to sleep. And this has been shown in clinical trials 
to reduce the symptoms of neuropathy and slow its progression. Here's a clinical study I ran across. Sometimes alpha-lipoic acid is abbreviated to ALA. ALA. And in the study that I ran across, 210,000 I think it was a misprint. I don't remember it being 2,000. I think it was closer to 210 adults. When I, re, when I, when I briefed the study, I recall 210 adults were in this study and they were complaining of nerve, muscle, or joint pain but normal blood sugar levels were treated with ALA, otherwise known as alpha-lipoic acid, 400 or 800 milligrams, or they were given a placebo for two months. Pain was treated and rated by the participants using two different standardized rating scales. The ALA groups saw 70 to 80% reductions in their pain ratings of all kinds of pain, not just neuropathy, while the placebo group was unchanged, no reduction in pain. Also, ALA is known to reduce blood sugar levels in people with diabetes. Blood sugar levels in these individuals who had normal blood sugar levels did not change. So there was no adverse effects of any kind found in this study. A very excellent study covering 210 adult patients with nerve, muscle, or joint pain. And the reduction of the pain rated by the subjects in the study was 70 to 80% reduction. And no other changes could be found in the healthy individuals. So it had no adverse effects, no side effects. Very, very safe. Now, in clinical studies of the effects of ALA at lowering blood sugar levels in people with diabetes, high dosages of ALA, alpha-lipoic acid, at least 600 milligrams daily were needed. Less was not effective. So the right dosage, the right supplement, the right length of time are all required to get results, an inferior product at a lower dosage and not enough time to get results. I've seen people take products and they took it for a week and they complained of no results. I've had people complain, I, I take this product and I read that it works, I didn't get any results. Well, how much do you use? Well, I can't afford it, so I only use half the dosage. Well, the study results were based on a certain specific amount of the individual ingredients. You can't cut them in half and expect to get results. You don't get half the results. There is a certain requirement of the milligrams per day to get results. Follow, follow the science. Don't follow the marketing hype. Don't follow price reduction. If you want results, you have to pay the sacrifice. But now, to get better results, faster, combine the alpha-lipoic acid with zinc, 
chromium, B vitamins, and boswellia for best results for relieving nerve pain. But also all kinds of pain as well. This is a new way to evaluate pain reduction. Excellent results. Yes, we live in an anxious world. Many, many people today, including children, experience anxiety. Americans have anxiety about a lot of issues. In fact, in a recent survey from the American Psychiatric Association, 66% of Americans are concerned about their health. 37% said they are more anxious this year than any other year in the past. 30% said they, were, they have spoken to a mental health professional, which is up, but not too drastically, but up slightly from last year. Now, 68% said they felt their children and teens are having more mental health issues than they did in the past decade ago. So kids are feeling more of the blunt of anxiety and a stress-filled world. They're nervous. And they hear so much today that was sheltered from them before. They see so much on TV, on Facebook, on other social medias where children were not exposed to such news. And they're becoming very anxious, very unsure, very uncertain, and they're losing confidence in themselves and others. They're losing trust. They're becoming anxious. Now, there are some very natural ways to relieve anxiety. In fact, I'll recommend three different nutrients. All three can be used together, or you can choose one or the other to make sure you get the best results. Now, everybody, and I shouldn't say everybody, a lot of people listening will understand and know the plant, Echinacea angustifolia. Echinacea has always been used for Decades to relieve cold and flu. It's an immune, immune, immune booster. But there is a group of compounds other than the compounds in echinacea that reduce cold and flu and the duration of cold and flu and severity. Plants contain many different molecules. And there are a group of molecules in echinacea that are called alkamides. They affect the cannabinoids in the brain, which reduces anxiety as effectively as prescription drugs without the side effects and safe for kids over the age of four. The dosage is 40 to 80 milligrams daily. Another plant that deserves recognition for reduction of stress and anxiety is ashwagandha. Clinical trials of stressed adults, 30 to 40% reduction in depression and anxiety scores versus 10 to 24% reduction for the placebo group. 23% reduction in cortisol levels. That is a marker, biomarker, for the level of stress that the individual is dealing with. 
The dosage is 150 milligrams standardized to 35 milligrams, 35%, excuse me, of botulinolines once or twice daily. Now, most ashwagandha is standardized at 5%, barely anything. This is a ashwagandha that I ran across that is at 35% standardization, seven times stronger than any other form of ashwagandha. And omega-3 from a salmon. Yes, high intake of omega-3 fatty acids is associated with less risk of anxiety disorders. Anxiety is, is linked and related to inflammation. Omega-3 are powerful anti-inflammatory molecules. In a clinical study, omega-3 supplementation in teens with a genetic condition that increases risk of schizophrenia, reduced the risk of serious mental illness and improved cognitive function. So which one of these three ingredients would I use? Well, it depends on how serious the condition is. If it is a very severe condition of anxiety, I would use all three. Echinacea, ashwagandha, omega-3 from salmon, and primarily from the head of the salmon, not the body. The head of the salmon contains the exact compounds that is in the human brain. So it would, it would, be, it would be especially beneficial using an omega-3 fish, it's like fish, fish liver oil, but it's not oil. It's phospholipid-based and has the same five phospholipids in the head of the salmon as we do in the human brain. Phospholipids are better absorbed, more substantially absorbed. It gets more effect than fish oil. And fish oil is highly toxic and rancid. The omega-3 from the head of the salmon is never rancid, never toxic, and more highly absorbable. Ashwagandha, echinacea, the omega-3. If I were to only choose one for children, I would choose echinacea. It's only 20 milligrams twice a day. For adults, 40 to 80 milligrams daily. It would be very, very effective. Oh, my friends, that hour went by so fast, it's unbelievable. I hate to leave you, but time has come to, to uh, wrap up the program. I always want to remind you that you can go to my website and get, get a lot more information. Uh, there's the website, newsletters, podcasts, videos, all kinds of good things to help you understand more about your health and nutrition. And with that, I would like to say have a fantastic day. I hope you get out there and enjoy a beautiful, wonderful day today. With that, my friends, say a prayer for this crazy, crazy world. I think we need as many prayers as we possibly can shower on this great country. America is great. Let's bring it back to what it should be as it was many years ago. And with that, my friends, God bless you. And God bless this great country and what it stands for. Thank you for listening to Terry Talks Nutrition Weekly Show. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a review on your favorite podcast platform, including Apple, Google, and iHeartRadio.